Hey church, do I ever miss you folks? I, it's just weird being in this little area all by myself and, and not having you here. I, I can't wait till we get together again. And, and time, have you found problems with time where, where some points in the week it just seems to drag on forever and ever and other times, oh shoot, how did we get up to this already so fast? That's that's where I am. I had no idea that we were at Palm Sunday already, but here we are. And uh, so I want you to go with me in your Bibles to Mark chapter 11 and John chapter 12. That's that's where we're pulling all of this out. Um, I, I want to talk to you about our words. You see, God designed words to carry power and move forward with authority. You go to Genesis and we read that the earth was dark, it was without form, it was without shape. There, there, there was really nothing there. And, and God speaks with his words, let there be light. And all of a sudden, the planet is flooded, absolutely flooded with light. We go to Exodus and, and, and Moses, with just a stick in his hand, And his brother, to be his assistant, goes and knocks on the door of the Pharaoh's palace and says the words of God, let my people go. And uh, it didn't happen exactly at that moment, but from that moment, those words released a power. and, and, And it wasn't long before all of Israel slipped out of the captivity of Egypt and went into the freedom that God had intended for them to have. We go to to the Gospels and we read that Jesus is in a boat and he's sleeping and there's a storm that comes up and it, it threatens to capsize the, the boat and the, and the disciples are really worried and, and, and so they wake him up and he speaks to the storm, peace be still. And the, uh, the disciples look and immediately the the storm settles down and and they look at one another and they say, who is this man that when he speaks, even the winds and the waves obey? Uh, Another time he's teaching in a synagogue and as he's teaching, the, um, the, there's a man, a demon-possessed man, who decides that he's going to disrupt the whole thing. And so he starts to manifest and, and, and starts to speak out about, you can't be here, don't be doing this and that. And, and Jesus just speaks and says, be still and get out. And, and the place goes quiet and people are looking at each other and he's, who is this one who has such authority that he speaks to demons and, and they depart? Uh, we, we get to that, that wonderful verse in Romans chapter 10 where it says that if we respond to the grace of God, one of the ways that we become saved is that if we confess and openly declare that we believe in Jesus. And if we believe in our hearts that, that everything that God has said is true and that he did send his son, then we will be saved. And so part of our salvation is, is linked up with, with our words because our words have power. And uh, we go back to, to Proverbs. And Proverbs says that we have the power of life and death in our, in our tongue in, with the words that we speak. 
So, so with that in, in mind, I, w- I want us to go to the Palm Sunday story. Jesus has told his disciples, listen, you are going to um, come with me into Jerusalem for the Passover. And this Passover is not going to be like the others that we've been to. Uh, this Passover, I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be mocked and whipped and crucified. But on the third day... I, I'm going to raise from, be raised from the dead. Not everything that we hear registers. Not everything that we hear do we believe. And, and, and so they chose, because that wasn't a convenient truth to believe, they, they chose to ignore it and, and they really forgot it. And so they get to the city of Jerusalem. Now in, in Jerusalem, there's a couple of things that are going on. Uh, the, the focus is to be on the celebration of Passover But instead, uh, there's a lot of people talking and thinking and wondering about Jesus. He's well known. And and the entire nation falls into one of two categories, either those who love him or those that hate him. There's nobody in the center, nobody in the center. And and so there's a lot of people that are looking forward to seeing him and and seeing him do miracles. And there's a lot of people who are wondering, okay, I wonder what the authorities are going to do to Jesus this time. They knew that it wasn't going well, and so they, they are looking to see what's going to happen. So layered over top of that is the Holy Spirit's at work. You'll remember that in early parts of our, of our conversation, there's, uh, in, in the Gospels, there, Jesus is asked something and he's told uh, that don't worry about this. Don't, this isn't the time for me to be revealed. But now... This time, this, this Passover is the time for God to reveal who Jesus really is. And, and Holy Spirit comes on the nation and, and he's doing something in their hearts. They don't know what, what it is, but, but there's an excitement, there's a passion. And, and so word leaks out on the street that Jesus is coming. And so the, the, the city moves out to the gates. They... They take off their outer cloaks. Some, in one of the translations I read, they t- take off their, their prayer shawls and, and they lay it down as a, as a welcome mat, as a, as a red carpet for royalty. And, and they reach up and they're grabbing palm branches and, and they start waving it as flags. When, when the queen comes to our country, uh, they, they put people curbside with little Canadian flags showing their loyalty to royalty by, by welcoming, welcoming our queen, the queen of Canada, to, to, to our city. And, and that's what's happening. And there's such a passion. There's such a, a, an incredible passion. And, 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 and the first thing that I want to uh, just read to you is, is this description that says that they shouted in celebration. That's, that's what I want you to, to catch. They, they weren't aware of everything that was going on, but they were so excited. They were so passionate to welcome this, this king, this, this one that they thought would save them and, and rescue them. And so there was this incredible passion. They shouted with celebration. They were excited. This is a new day. This is a new time. Interesting to know that that was Sunday and before Friday, the same people who were yelling and shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed be the the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The same people who were shouting that are outside the, the palace saying, crucify him, crucify him. 
But on this day, they shouted in celebration. I, I, I want to read to you something from, from Mark. Oh, I, I said that they were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. In the Passion Translation, there's, there's this uh, quote that says, Here comes the one who brings the victory. We, the people of Israel, welcome the one coming with the blessings of being sent by Almighty and powerful God. The blessing of heaven rests on him and on the kingdom he ushers in right now. The kingdom of our father David, he brings the victory that is found in the highest realms in heaven. John, John records these words that the crowd is shouting. Lord Jesus, be our savior. You are blessed because you have been sent to us by Jehovah God and you are the king of Israel. It's an amazing thing, and, and, and it's a God thing, and, and the disciples are kind of surprised. They're, they're, they're a little caught off guard by it. They, they hadn't been expecting that warm, that jubilant, that, that passionate kind of response. And, and it says in, in the Gospels that they, they didn't really understand. They didn't put it all together until after Jesus went up to, to be at the right hand of the Father. So almost 50 days later, they're, they're starting to put together that Jesus was who he said he was and who the scriptures had prophesied him to be. And, and so th th there's this tremendous declaration. There's this tremendous um, prophetic praise that goes out. And uh, it, it, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And, and so I want you to remember, first of all, this, that our words have power and they carry authority. So let's, let's go from that first Palm Sunday and, and let's go to our time right here. I... Um, I have my devotions in the morning and then usually just before I'm getting ready to, to get up and, 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 and go to work, I, I watch a little bit of the news. And like you, I, we've been watching all the reports, the, the numbers and the, the, the number of increase from yesterday and the number of people who have recovered and, and, and other statistics. And then they usually go and say These, this many people have been uh, laid off and, and uh, the economy is in such a state and... And, and that's all true, and, and that's a report, and, and some days it gets a little heavy to watch. And uh, it, it, it gets really difficult to listen to that every day. This past week, it was a, an unusually bad report, and all of a sudden I realized that there was something going on in my own heart. I, I was listening to this news, all of it bad, and I started to think, think and started to say, we're living in an incredible day. We're, we're living in the day where Jesus said, I am going to pour out of my spirit on everybody everywhere. I, it, it's going to be an incredible time. It's going to be a time when our sons and our daughters stand up publicly and declare the truth of who God is and, and the, the might that he has. It's going to be a time when dreams that have been dreamed for a long time come to their fulfillment. It's going to be a time of a vision when, when new things are seen and understood and new things take place. It's going to be a time of signs and wonders and miracles. It's going to be a time of, of, uh, of, of extreme excitement and joy 
in the midst of the difficulty, it's, it's going to be a time where there's a hunger in people's hearts for God and they're going to call out for God. And the promise is this, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. There's going to be an incredible harvest. And so I was listening to the news and all the bad news, but I started to speak praise. I started to prophesy over this time uh, that this is a good time. This is a God time, that, that God is on the move and that God is doing some amazing things in this time. And, and I believe that with all my heart. I believe that God is opening doors. We're seeing people uh, contact us and, and, and ask for prayer and people that, who have walked away from God, who, who've got some questions and, and people who've never known God who've got questions. And, and there's just incredible opportunity. And so I, I want us to, to grab hold of that. I want us to, to take our Bibles and start to, to read through and have him answer questions that are, we'll be reading and there'll be something that just resonates deep down inside each one of us. And, and we're going to start saying it over and over and over again. And first, it's going to register in our brain and it's, it's going to take some time for us to, what does that mean? And what does that mean now? And what does that mean to me? But then it's going to start sinking into our spirit and it's going to come alive and it's going to cause us to come alive. And, and all of a sudden, it's, it's really important. It's, it's really, really important that we start to speak out loud the things that God has shown us because our words have power and they carry authority. And, and so for, for you who, who are unemployed, you need to get into the word and you need to allow God to bring a word like the one in Philippians. My God will supply every need that I have. Uh, for you that, that are, are worried and, and fretting and, and losing sleep over it, you, you need to be reminded and, and just brought to, to, to remembrance that God is looking after you, that God is, is, is standing right there and that he will look after every detail of your life. For, for you who the, the isolation is getting to you, you're, you're feeling alone, you're feeling walled off from the rest of the world. And, and you need to remember that God has said in his word and you need to start proclaiming it and, and changing the atmosphere where you are. You need to start reciting the promises of God, declaring them, prophesying them out loud that I will never leave you. You are not alone. I will never abandon you. Those are, those are more than words. They, they become life. They become strength. For, for you who feel the danger of, of, of the times and of the virus and all of that, you, you need to go to Isaiah and, and just dig out that, that thing. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name. You belong to me. You are mine. And, and even though the rivers shall overflow their banks, you will not drown. Even if there's fire that comes, you will not be burned. We need to start understanding the power of the words that God puts in our hearts that he causes our, life, our, our spirit to come alive with. Not, not only that, not only speaking to our situation or even speaking to our city, I've been, I've been praying, as you know, I pray over, over our city from Acts chapter 8, that, that transformation will come 
and that there will be great joy in this city. And I, I say it over Calgary all the time. There will be great joy in this city. Not only over our city, not, on, not only over our province and, and our nation, but, but I want you to start prophesying. I want you to start declaring and, and uttering words that have, have power and authority over, over relationships that you have. Words that, that are important. Words like, thank you. Words like, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to hurt you. Words that build bridges and, and restore trust. And, and words like, I appreciate you. You're loved. And, 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 and just reach out and, and speak words that bring life. Because your words, my words... We're, design, we're designed by God to carry power and they're invested in authority. They shift atmospheres. They make difference. And so this, today, as, as we come to this great day where we remember an entire city showing up and, and declaring that Jesus is Lord, it's time for us to rise up and start to prophesy over our times, start to declare truth over our times. God is going to see us through. And so I want to I pray with you right now and, and just believe that, that God has something that he wants to speak to you, something he wants to speak through you. And, and, and remember this, as Cheryl was saying, Pastor Cheryl was saying just a few moments ago, if you have a prayer request, there's, there's room on, on this broadcast for you just to type it in and, and our staff will gather and we'll be praying for you and praying over you and, and, and we'd love to have that. But let's, let's pray together as a family. Father, we're so glad for your word. We're so glad that you haven't, haven't just left us on our own. You're, you're right there with us every step of the way. You know what's been in the past, but God, even more importantly, you know what's ahead. And God, I speak your promises over each and every one of us. God, you will never leave us. You'll never forsake us. You are the source of every need and supply. You will supply every need that we have. God, you, you love us and you, you'll never abandon us. And, and God, you will, you will protect us. You will watch over us. You will lead us. You will guide us. You, you won't let us wander away and, and forget who you are. You'll, you'll be there every step of the way. And so I'm asking God that you would allow the Holy Spirit to work over our lives and, 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 and start to stir up an understanding of what you're doing and who you are. Start to settle us into a, a comfort with, with the understanding that you will take care of us every step of the way and that you'll use us and bless us and bless those that we come in contact with. God, we trust you. We, we, we trust your word. We're so grateful for this, this time that you've brought us to the kingdom for this time, for, for a specific purpose. We love you. We trust you. So church, next Sunday we're together and it's Easter Sunday. We're together on Good Friday. And, and as we've already said, we want you to prepare communion for you and anyone else who's going to be sitting and watching with you. It, it's going to be a good week. And uh, we're looking forward to being together. God bless you.